0: We know, and we're reminded by our first reading that Israel had gone into exile. And it's good to tick our memories, consciences, and uh, histories to notice that sometimes we have done that too. There can be empty diversions that distract us, companions to be polite unsavory, and they divert us from what we're to be about, sometimes things that we do that uh, don't make us well. And in that, we exile ourselves slowly from God. Of course, I'm speaking to the converted. Here are all of you here. So please don't misunderstand that point. I just want to remind you of the different cycles of life. And even as we sit here, we have the confessional, we have the reconciliation month. We use this work sacristy in time of COVID, the epidemic, the pandemic for uh, confessions. So people are safe. And so we, in the midst of life, we at times can be in death and then come back to life. Now sometimes others from without bring us back to our senses. The RCIA these past two years has had 30 or 35 people in it. So if you're at the 5 p.m. on Friday, or Saturday, hang on, let's get the dates right as we were just reminded. On uh, Saturday at the 5 p.m., you have those people trooping up here And it makes you vividly aware of what they're seeking, the Lord, and what the faith has to offer, and the solidity of the Catholic Church. And so sometimes we can be disrespectful of that. We all have lovers quarrels with the world and all sorts of others, institutions, people, friends, and family. But it brings those things, those instances bring us back to ourselves. I can think of a better example, the um, uh, front page of the magazine section of today's New York Times. Do you know what's on the front of it? James Joseph O'Connell, a physician of Boston. He's spoken to the doctors at the White Mass, the Red Mass is the lawyers, take the med students the White Mass, that's uh, taken from the fact that they wear white smocks in medicine, and uh, he's the one who goes around for Mass General with a van, bringing street people in for treatment. There are people who are afraid to talk to a street person for fear of getting the disease. He goes out, picks them up, and brings them to Massachusetts General Hospital. Please make sure you see the article and devour it. Let's get him to speak here. I'd like to get him to one of the graduate schools to speak. Because in a way, if you want a star, and I don't just mean a movie star, an empty thing, from the outside, look at the outside, but the very heart of the matter and his work and his good heart and soul, Think of the difference he makes, and then think for a moment of the difference that you make and the good you do in reaching out to your coworkers, your families and friends, and all those people who make a difference. There are always stars in our lives are heroes if we take the trouble to notice. And there's always at each step the providence of God. I was, uh, got away for the first time in years for, uh, because of COVID and many other things, and uh, between Christmas and New Year's I was away. And Holy Family Sunday, I found myself down at the bottom of New Jersey. I know it sounds unsafe, but I was okay. It was Cape May. Obviously, life on the wild side, we imagine. We understand. As far south as the D.C., I'm told, by geographers. And uh, I have an old buddy there from college, and his wife have a place right there. And so I stayed over with them, and we went at 11 to the front, of the daily mass at the parish which, by luck, my order has, the Oblates of St. Francis de Sales. And the celebrant was a fellow who sat next to me the whole uh, year and a day of the visit, and the postulancy as well. He's the pastor. And then I was going to my car to drive up north to our house in Wilmington. We have a high school, Salesianum. I was going to stay with them. I hadn't had a chance to get around and see my confreres in the Oblates of Francis de Sales. and. Uh, and the phone rang. And so George and Teresa headed away to give me a chance to speak because it sounded serious. It was someone I'd never heard from before. It turned out to be the niece, the goddaughter, of a great friend of mine from the division, And uh, he was dying. And she said he thinks the world of you, I think the world of him. And he wanted to let you know he was dying. So I was at that point heading north to Wilmington. He was in Christiana Hospital just south of it. So I went immediately there and gave him the last rites and had a chance to see him. Now if you think of how rarely I'm ever there, and if you think of all the days of the year and years I've not been able to get away, is it not remarkable in the providence of God that I was there then? Those two things coinciding at the exact same time. At the exact same time. He was our our music director. He was a kid who came from Wilmington Public School. So not much experience of that before that except Sunday church but he was our music director, his family had a music store, so he had a leg up. And he's a marvelous fellow. And one of the songs that was extremely popular in that era and is still, was by Holy Spirit Father Lucian Des, or Dice, depending on how you choose to pronounce it. There are different schools of thought. I'm not gonna get in the middle of that civil war. But um, the marvelous hymn is, uh, Rise and shine forth for your light has come. Rise and shine forth, for your light has come. I could continue it, but I, I don't want to just give you the bad version. There's a version with the actual notes, which you would hear from someone else. And uh, that is our first reading. It's used for epiphany. We used it for our uh, uh, entrance to the division as well, and we used it for our professional vows. And that was what he taught us. And that he, I got a call yesterday from his niece saying, that he had just died on the feast of the epiphany. So great the providence of God to let us help our friends and reach out to them and let them reach out to us. And so the star brought the kings to the crib, to Mary and to Joseph, not just the shepherds, but people from other nations and lands and races and creeds because the king born then that the shepherds worshipped and the angels told of in the glory we recite every Sunday was their king too. We go home each Christmas, or we try to. Christmas could be the pain be more poignant if we're not able to get back there. We can hear even if we can't get there in our minds, ear, and then wherever we are, the Christmas gospel by good St. Luke. Decree was sent forth for the whole world to be taxed. We think of that, we remember those we were with who loved us dearly, whom we love still. And then we have today in the Epiphany, St. Matthew's version and the Kings. And so if the first version in Christmas is a feast reminds us of home and all the things that gave us our origins, the things that matter to us deeply and inside, then if you think of it, as we move into the outside world, as life takes its course and we go through school and go out into the world and remove from place to place, Out there, in a sense, we are gone to where the kings are come from. And that is Monica said to Augustine, reassuring him. He knew that she wanted to be buried next to her husband in North Africa. They were in Ostia, the port for Rome. They were going there, but she was going to die, as seen before, before they could travel. She told him not to worry about it at all. Bury your mother here. There is no place that is far from God. And so we have a sense that we can be like the star to other people, or like the kings with the wit to travel to a new place, to a new place and thrive there, thrive here, with all the people among whom we work and live and those whom we get to know. It's always the story of life, isn't it, to keep our friendships in good repair? And if you think of the conveyor belt we're all on, it really means making friendships anew and new acquaintances say hello to everybody, treat everyone well, Christian loves everybody. We have no enemies. Their people may dislike us, but we will not then trick us into making them our enemies. We'll simply be open to everyone. And in that, we find new friends and new support and new family as well. We learn the deepest truth of the epiphany. we ever we are, that's the world that the Christ child governs, and we help him in his work.